Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the House of Pod, a show where we pull back the curtain on the world of medicine, we answer questions about your health, and we interview great guests. I'm Joe, and I'm not a doctor. And I'm Lizzie. And I'm Kaveh. And we're two gastroenterologists. What's a gastroenterologist? You know, the doctors who work with your digestive system. Say what? You know, your liver, your pancreas, your intestines. Where now? Your butt, Joe. It's your butt. Oh... On today's show, I'm talking to Lizzie. She's decided to go volunteer in New York City at one of the busiest hospitals in the country dealing with the coronavirus. Stay tuned to hear about how she made her decision and what's happening so far. Well, yeah, you went and did it. You gone, done, did it. You pretty much within the span of three days went from, I kind of feel I should go do something to help to being in New York, ready to work at one of the busiest hospitals in the country. What happened? (laughs) I did it for the show. I did it for you. No, it is. It's good radio. I appreciate that. I appreciate you putting yourself in risk for that. Yeah. Yes. So for our listeners, this is Lizzie. I am in New York. Cave's in San Francisco, gearing up to work in San Fr- in the in the Bay Area hospitals as a hospitalist. But um, I mean, honestly, for me, I I put out feelers, and then everything was just a green light. You know, the credentialing happened in like twenty four hours, and you know, I just uh, talked to Tyler, talked to my family. I was like, okay, this is all of a sudden it was just happening. You know, and. And honestly, you know, my closest friend, Allison, who we had on the show is a critical care doctor was saying she was going to go. And then I was, you know, I was wondering, is there any role for a GI doc? Because if, if you don't know, 
nobody needs a colonoscopy during the time of COVID and stool transplants don't save lives for COVID. Um, but I was like, you know, I trained at Bellevue and everyone, you know, and I am willing to do the job here in San Francisco. So why, why not try to do it in New York at Bellevue where I trained for, I was there for over 10 years. I have a lot of affection. Um, I felt like I was, I became who I am. A lot of loyalty. I became who I am. The relationships that I have today, um, many of them were founded, you know, on the floor is working hard at Bellevue. I have like, so I feel so rooted in that place. So it was only, I, I, I wanted to see if I could. And then when all the barriers started falling, I'm like, well, now I have no way out. <laughs> so here I am. Um, so. so you're, you're there. How was the, the flight over the airports, the airplane? Yeah. Um, so I haven't been to Bellevue yet. I'm going to start tomorrow and get oriented. So I'll update you guys as the week goes on. The airport was amazing. Um, it was silent. It was, I got through in like five minutes. There's no lines. I took photos. We posted them of the flight and I'm pretty sure it was like a 200 plus passenger plane. And I think there was 20 people. So I was telling my little nieces that I I have a private jet. So they think Mm -hmm. I'm super cool right now. So How, how were the stewardesses? Were they like, did they, you know, come to like sit with you and talk to you? Were they just leave you no. alone the whole flight? Did they give you like wine? Were they like, hey, it's no. just you. What do you want to do? You <laughs> like want you like want to have a flight? You want to come into the, like the flight deck and actually like hold the the joysticks and I don't know what they're called. I should have <laughs> joysticks. Right? I definitely should have gone to the cockpit. That would have been amazing. But it was so quiet that I realized that without other passengers nobody was coming around. Like there was no like drink service or food service because they're trying to minimize contact. So if I needed something, I could have gotten up. But like, I like took a nap. I watched a long movie. Like nobody bothered me. It was awesome. Did, <laughs> they, would... did they even bother to go through like the safety stuff? They, like, did. They, were... they did. They did. That was actually interesting. I was wondering like what corners would be cut, but it's pretty well protocolized. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool to see this two, it was two rows, like not just one row plane, you know, it was like a big plane, a Boeing, yeah. like 747 or something. I don't even know the names, but huge and very few people. And I, we, it wasn't like um, a healthcare worker flight. So nobody knew, you know. Yeah, did anyone ask? Were people like, are people, I mean, because when I'm driving down the street to like, to work and I see tons of cars on the road. I want to ask every single person, like, what are you doing? Why are you out? Oh, now. Yeah. Yeah, Now. Like what? Before I don't care. (laughs) Now, what did anyone ask you why you were traveling? No, but one woman I met that we were kind of at the gate, kind of letting each other go. No me, no you, no me, no you. She tur- she said she was. Um, she asked the um, the gate check woman, "Is everyone on this flight a healthcare worker, a volunteer, or whatever?" And she said no, but the woman herself is an ICU nurse volunteering. So it's okay. um, yeah, few and far between. And I did see a lot of people hanging out at the airport without masks, looking pretty ca- um, nonchalant, which pretty cash, I, huh? Pretty cash. Yeah, I was, <laughs> Pretty cash. I was. I really want. I do. I'm like you're saying. I'm so curious to know why people are doing traveling right now. Um, you know. And then I start thinking of sad things like, oh, someone in their family is dying from COVID mm-hmm. or something else, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's something wonderful like someone just had a baby and it's really important and you have to take these risks to uh, be with your family. But um, I just I did see it was empty, but I still saw more than I would have expected in the airport. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know. No, totally, totally. Um, and so you got there and now you're in the hotel in your old city, but 
I mean, you are now in Times Squares, Times Square, sorry, not Times Squares. Uh, but <laughs> as a New Yorker, uh, I assume it must pain you deep in your soul to be in a hotel in Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Totally. It's like you look at, you know, it's like so bright. It's like daylight out there. It's still all the lights are on, but there's no one there. I'm like, can't you just shut the lights off? Let's accept the fact that it's like there's a pandemic and people are dying. It's okay to turn Times Square off. We don't need to maintain that. But yeah, this this neighborhood sucks. There's like no bodegas. There's like mm-hmm. not like normal restaurants. It's all like Bubba Gum Shrimp and like Chick-fil-A. I'm like, this isn't like why people come to eat in New York City is for these yeah. chain shithole restaurants. Man, so every it's a, it's, New Yorker. And most of them are closed. God, every <laughs> I know, New Yorker sorry. bitches about the Disneyfication of Times Square. Holy crap. I'm, anyway, I have a question for you, Kaveh. Yeah. If you were the head of a hospital okay. in the Bay Area, Okay. where we know the corona pandemic is much less rampant at this moment in time would that you let now. your employee yeah would you yeah. let your employees go to new york city to volunteer boy i got to tell you that's a really tough call i mean if i'm yeah. being totally honest if i was in that position i probably would not be eager to see it um right. for many reasons one uh, of which is you know puts them at risk and then there's either the chance that they're no longer able to help us in case of a surge, in right. case of things get bad here. And then two, you know, they're going to come back and possibly spread it here. Now, if you do all the right things, if you take all the right steps and all the right measures, and if, say, we had testing, like you and I have been talking about for like the yeah. last month, you know, yeah. this would all be a, a much easier decision to make. Um, but I think now it would be hard. That being said, um, this is a very strange time in our nation's history and there's probably no other state right now that I feel more kinship with than New York and what they're going right. through. And I've talked to you about what they're, we talked about this a lot, what they're going through and how I am very upset about how, even though we're talking about it a lot, I don't think people still quite understand I don't think right. people in the country still quite understand how bad it is. I think one day we're going to have movies about it or something and it was going to blow people's minds and they're going to see how yeah. bad it was um, yeah. and how close maybe it came to being that bad in other places. And hopefully it never gets that bad in other places. But um, I, I, I think it is a, a special situation. So at the same time where I'd be really worried and concerned, it would be really hard to keep you from doing this. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think there, I agree. You don't want your, you want to protect your patients and your staff. So you would say no. And yet you have to think about the fact that in a month, San Francisco might be where New York is. And you'd love to think that like, if you go help now, maybe people come help you in the future. There's a concept of, you know, pay it forward. You know, I, I believe in that, you know, in life. So yeah, times are crazy, right? I sent you a photo of my friend whose face got bashed in and swollen and everyone's telling her not to go to the emergency room in Brooklyn because of Corona, right? Like yeah. otherwise it would have been no A question. no brainer. You say go right. get a CT scan. Right. So she got nothing because everyone was like, you should stay away, you know? And maybe we're practicing better medicine for those kind that, of reasons. It's an interesting question actually. It's like, you know, how much it, it kind of does show you if, you know, hospitals are seeing less non COVID patients than they normally would see. It does make you wonder how much is really manageable 
really <laughs> as an outpatient. We'll find totally. out. Maybe in, in a month, we're going to have so much awful stuff to deal with because it was right. pushed aside that right. we're going to be like, oh man, no, no, we're doing the right thing already. But then maybe we're going to have to reevaluate things and be like, oh, maybe we don't need to admit every patient who has X, Y, or Z problem. You know right. what I mean? Right. Maybe they can be managed. Maybe we don't need that extra test. Maybe right. we don't need to put that person through that extra imaging study. I think it exactly. might in some ways, it might be good in that way. Um, right. Uh, so yeah, that's a tough question. I mean, I think it says a lot about uh, you for doing this, but also says a lot about your the management that they saw the importance of this. I think, I don't think it's something that they could routinely have people do, at least not this point, yeah. not until we're really yeah. sure that things are better here. Because I think there is still really a risk in California. I'll be honest with you. We're recording this on Sunday night, uh, on Easter, on Easter, uh, <laughs> Easter night. And even though it looks promising here in California, we're still going to see a lot of cases. The next couple of weeks are still going to be bad. It does look promising that we are able to slow this curve enough to where we won't be overloaded or overwhelmed, our medical system. Right. But right. I'm still very worried about what's going to happen after Easter. I yeah. mean, I know some very smart people and I've known some patients who still were planning on breaking physical distancing because of the special date. And I am a little worried about what that means. I had a patient, very, very cool guy, very smart. At the end of the conversation, we were having about something totally different. He kind of just in passing mentioned that he was going to be having a big family get together on Sunday. It's an older patient with some medical problems. And I told him point blank, I said, I, please, I do not do this do not do, yeah. don't do it don't do it and and i think what he, he say he knew he knew the right answer i mean i think he was like kind of maybe just kind of wanted to hear from someone else um but the it, it did sort of make it clear that people are still going to be exposing themselves to risk and so we'll see what happens in the next one to two weeks if we see a little maybe we'll blip up because of it hopefully not yeah hopefully things yeah. are better hopefully we're doing well you know i yeah. just did a um an instagram live um uh, chat with Rafe Darazi. He's that guy we had, a really cool young He's guy, great. HIV mm -hmm. advocate, health uh, sort of advocate, so, bodybuilder, yeah, etc. So passionate, so articulate, so such a great educator about health and HIV. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. follow him if you're not already. Um, and he asked the question, he said, um, you know, when can uh, things be reopened? And it's a question we're getting a lot. You know, when can mm -hmm. things be reopened? And honestly, I mean, I just don't know. I mean, I can't see it happening anytime soon. Like the way things are going, the and if and if other states aren't under control, even if California is, what what choice does California have but to stay right. closed? Right. I, just like you're saying, medicine might change everything. You know, I think all these restaurants were trying to navigate, negotiate how to do just takeout and delivery. Good for them. Be creative. Be innovative. You know, like. I'm trying to think about like Chinatown restaurants I can order from because of all the stigma that's been kind of um, associated with the Chinese virus, the coronavirus. Like I want to yeah. support these businesses and the fact that people are change, updating their websites and getting on these delivery services where this immigrant from China never thought about doing, like it's pushing people to do things yeah. that are hopefully good for them in the future in the long run. But we'll see. Um, I will update you guys as the days go. Um, again, I haven't stepped foot in Bellevue. I'm a little worried because I'm not sure what I can do. As you know, um, 
stool transplants, colonoscopies aren't going to be that helpful. I'm determined to be the best damn intern. I'm going to have to do manual disimpactions again. I'm going to have to like. First of all, first of all, never underestimate how many things a colonoscopy can fix. <laughs> so that's a that's a great point. Yeah. Let's let's see what happens. And also, you're you're a very fucking smart doctor, so you're going to be good. Don't worry about it. I mean, I'm not expecting you to house md this shit right uh, just right. you know you're going to be managing stuff that's going to come back to you chf yeah. pneumonia you're going right. to do a lot of that stuff that's going to come back to you right and I, I know i can offer medical care and i might be slower than your average kind of um, hospital doctor but i know most importantly what i can provide is like the moral support to these colleagues even many of whom i haven't met and i and i know that that will boost them and lift them in in the challenge because they're still going to be working here after I leave, you know, and yeah. I really appreciate everyone's support. Like everyone's so kind on um, social media and through house of pod. And, um, you know, I think I would be more terrified again if like Allison weren't here somewhere in a, in this building somewhere, you know, like it's, it's a little bit nice to have some like camaraderie and like people, you know, cause I don't want to, I haven't been there in 10 years. Like, I don't know a lot of, <laughs> I know a few people, but, um, and I just hope that it's, uh, you know, that I can offer some help. So we will see. I will update you all. All right. Well, I'm, I'm super proud of you. I mean, uh, I, I'm a little worried. I want you to be extra safe, extra cautious. Um, 10 gloves. Just be, just, just, just step it up a notch in terms of the OCD. Let's just unwrap <laughs> okay. that inner OCD. Um, yeah. And But I'm super proud of you. Everyone is. Um, just please be safe. What you're doing is really important. And, um, and, I'm going to be talking to you a lot over the next couple of days. So answer your damn phone when I call to see how things are going. Okay. Will do. And Will also, do. Also, if I'm on the wards too, then I'm going to need, we're going to be like, yeah. oh, what do we do with Lasix again? I forget. Right. <laughs> we'll be texting each other the secrets. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'd be safe. We'll talk soon. Okay. Peace. Bye. The opinions on this podcast are broadcasted for educational and informational purposes only and do not represent the opinions of our employers. These opinions are not intended as a diagnosis, treatment, or as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult a local physician or other healthcare professional for your specific healthcare and or medical needs or concerns. All anecdotes and patient-related details have been changed with respect to date, sex, and certain details so that patient identification is not possible.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.